Chillo Squad fam, and welcome to my podcast. I'm Alex today, and today we are going to have a funky and fresh time talking about the Warrior Queen, considered the first female fighter India saw, and the Tulula Queen of the Law, Rani Ibaka Chota. So, in this episode, we are going to be talking about her early life, and we're mostly going to be focusing on uh, when Europe, aka the Portuguese, were playing a game of Monopoly, basically, and were trying to claim Ula as their own. So, if you want to hear about a warrior princess, stick around and I'll tell ya. So, there's not a specific date of when Rani Ibaka was born. We, can, we know the year, though, which is 1525. There's also not much like specific events that happened when she was younger, the only thing we really know for sure is that at a young age, she was taught how to fight. Sword fighting, archery, and she was even taught military strategies. One could call this an eventful childhood. And also, me and her are pretty similar. Like, she has a bow and arrow, I had a bow and arrow at a young age. We're basically the same person. Like, Katniss Everdeen doesn't know what's coming. <laughs> she was also told how to rule at a young age. She ruled over... Hindus and Muslims, she was a Jain, and yet the population of her cabinet had diversity. This diversity came in handy when fighting the Portuguese in later years. So that's really all we have for her early life. There's not anything eventful, nothing really else besides of what I just said. So um, let's talk about the drama or the build-up to the drama, because it's really not interesting unless I give you some historical context. So, let's talk about Rani's kingdom. It was a very small kingdom, but it had fertile land, and it had a good export of spices and textiles. Oh, at the time. It's like the hot thing. It's like Gucci. Everyone wants a Gucci or a Louis Vuitton purse, so everyone wanted to jump on and get it. So, to give more uh, context, during this time, the Portuguese found a trade route in the Indian Ocean. And Europe was playing a game of Monopoly, a.k.a. colonization. So to limit the Portuguese, the, uh, the surrounding areas put a pay permit on any trade happening in the area. But it was basically useless against the Portuguese because of the big military forces they have. And because of this, they had the advantage. They used scare tactics to get rebellions to go against the tax policy so they could trade for free. If you've seen Yu-Gi-Oh, it's basically um, the I win card, or if you play Pokemon, it's like placing a legendary against magic card. It's unfair. It's not very level playing field, if you get what I mean. So I could now tell you about the drama, but I'm not going to. I'm going to have a break because I'm thirsty and I need some water. So see you in 30 seconds. So, glad, I hope you had a nice little break. Hope you got some water or anything you needed. And now let's talk about the drama. So, the Portuguese started taking over parts of the surrounding area after Rainy did not budge about their threats. She said no to all their demands, and to tease them, she sent ships to trade with the, Ara- with the Arabs. 
just think about this. You're you're a small ruler from a small kingdom, and you decide to tease the biggest powerhouse. That right there is what I call a pro-gamer move. So, the first attack of the Portuguese, I do not have the date for because I was not given one. And there's not many details about how our queen got rid of them. But we could, what we do know, the Portuguese failed horribly. They failed so badly, man. A 30-year-old woman, single, like, well, she didn't single-handedly, but her small kingdom single-handedly got rid of the, one of the biggest powerhouses at the time. So the next battle, we do have a date for it. It was 1,556. Admiral Don Abelio de Sodera tried to capture our queen's kingdom, who once again won. Uh, this lady is two for two. I would call her a powerhouse at this point. So the battles continued, but every time, Ronnie would come on top. Her army had people from different religions, caste systems, and communities. This diversity, as mentioned earlier, helped her win, and she was titled the Fearless Queen. In 1568, Jules Pexoto got some control over her land. Ronnie hid in a mosque during this time. She carefully planned an attack against him. She had 500 Muslim supporters backing her, and got her land back with the attack. Several years later, though, her husband backs. A few years later, her husband betrayed her. Sadly, she sadly he was aligned with the Portuguese, but this did not stop her. She continued to fight and die gallantly in a battle, protecting her country. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed, come back soon. Have a good night, day, or afternoon. Thank you.